Welcome to Sports Tonight, folks, here on this Thursday. I'm sports producer Scott Pennyman here with the sports director, Bailey. What's up, Scott? It's Welcome. been a minute. I know it's been a long time since we've done we've uh, the done two of us together. Right? Hey, you know, I do want to bring something up early. Remember when we went in on that Stetson Bennett rant <laughs> and you were talking about how great he's going to be in a backup? How's that going right now? I don't know what's going on with mm-hmm. that, Bailey. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I guess just the best thing to say is we hope uh, everything's good with Stetson. Hope he can. Uh, get things turned around, going in the right direction. Obviously, he went what, on the non-football injury list mm-hmm. for those guys. So, yeah, let's hope he gets things turned around so we can see what kind of pro quarterback that he possibly can be. Sorry, I didn't mean to take that over. We can go. No, I'm sorry. It's all good. <laughs> that was your uh, that was your beat your chest moment. That I, was. I, I, had I had to get it out. I had to get it out of the way. Okay. Early. Okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> okay. I'm ready for action. All right. Let's talk. talk about some Braves. Right. Let's do it. Let's do it. Clinched the AL East yesterday, right? They did. Big time. Big time. the Phillies. And it's so early, too. Like, yeah. we're celebrating, but there's still a lot of ball to be playing. A whole month, almost. Yeah, that's For not real. crazy. Like, half a month, at that's, least. That's the crazy thing to me, is, like, it feels so early to be celebrating something like this, but that's how dominant and how good they've been. Um and also how easy they've made it look, because yeah. things like this aren't easy. Despite the fact how they've been playing, it's insane. I mean, there's six straight East crown is, is just wild. Yeah, I mean, look, this was pretty much the inevitable, right? I mm-hmm. mean, if you watch the team the whole season, you saw how they were dominating. We knew this moment would come as far as clinching the division. I just hope at this point right now, um, unlike last season, that they can keep this momentum going all the way through October because yeah. obviously last year they were really good and then they ran into a, 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 a fist in, in Philly. So I think this year is going to go a lot better. I mean, they were my pick to go all the way and win the championship this year and and win the World Series and become World Series champs. I also predicted predicted that they would win 120 games. It might fall a little short of that. Yeah. But outstanding season nevertheless. No, and I'll say this too. I think at this point, I think we talked about this when I first got here, which was like two months ago. Yeah. When we made the comment of like, is going to a World Series, like if they don't make it to a World Series, is it a bust season? And I was hesitant to say that just because there was a lot of ball to be played at this point and how good they've been playing. I think anything for them that doesn't include a World Series is a bust. I agree. I'm with it. It's it's World Series a bust. I mean, when you have a team that's good, when you have a team that's loaded, when you everything is sort of sizing up at the right time, if you do not become World Series champions, this season is going to be looked at as a failure. There's no Mm -hmm. way around it. You know, Uh, well, I don't want to make this a segue because the the Falcons are not failures. They won their first game. Uh, but one of the things that was kind of interesting to me, when you look at the way the game was played, obviously they won 24-10 against mm-hmm. the Saints. They handled their business. So if you didn't watch the game at all, you know, you look at it and, and you go, man, you know, Falcons must have had things rolling. They were fluid. But, I mean, obviously with things on the offensive end, I mean, you had Drake London who I don't even think he got a target. He had no catches, uh, barely even had a target. And Kyle Pitts a couple catches, uh, just two catches. So when you look at how they won uh, that game, I don't know that that sort of model is sustainable to win NFL games on a regular basis. So I guess I ask you, um, I think I already have an answer myself, at least as far as what I think, are the way they're playing, which is basically they did get the ball to Bijan, but not getting the ball to their outside targets like Kyle and Drake, is that a sustainable formula to continue to win? No. No. (laughs) Everyone knows this is a quarterback-driven league. If your quarterback can't throw the ball, you're going to have massive issues no matter how much talent you have at running back. I do love Bijan Robinson. I do love Tyler Algier. But you have Kyle Pitts and Drake London who were non-factors in that game. How? 
How? And it has to go back to Desmond Ritter. Do they truly trust him to not make mistakes? Is he good enough to get the playmakers the ball? I wasn't necessarily um, swayed that he could get it done against the Panthers. Now, I'm not saying the Panthers are a terrible defense, um, but the Panthers are one of the weaker teams in the NFL. What are you going to do when you go against the 49ers? Yeah. Or the Eagles? Or teams with legitimate defenses. Or the Packers. This one. Or the Packers. It's another one. They have Kenny Clark up yeah. there on the line. They have Rashawn Gary who's going to come his way. Like, they have some playmakers. So I'm not, I'm not sold. I'm trying to give him four weeks before I totally ring the alarm. But it has got to be a lot better than what I saw. I think the bright note is Bijan Robinson and Tyler Algier in this run game and hopefully CP when he gets back out there right. are going to be as advertised. But how long does only running the ball last? Yeah, and that's what kind of where I'm at when I was watching the game. It just seems like every time I see Desmond Ritter play, it seems like they just are sort of treating him with kid gloves. I mean, they're coddling him. Yeah, they're sort of calling him and even in watching practices all training camp. I just want to see him get back there and just rip it. Not necessarily take big chunk plays, big shots downfield all the time, but I think in order for this offense to operate at its most efficient level, and, and that is, you know, just kind of be all it can be, I don't see how you do that without getting the ball to two of your best targets like Kyle Pitts and Drake London. I think they have to be heavily involved if this offense is going to get to where they truly need to be. And they're ca they're caging Desmond Ritter, obviously. Yeah. Um, they wouldn't be running what they're running or not getting the targets, and I think, you know, there's a reason for that. Um, now, also, it is early. True. Ask me this in week five, and let's reevaluate. Hey, that's true. So, hey, so Thursday night football tonight, more football. We got the Eagles against the Vikings. Who you got? Eagles. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm not a massive Captain Kirk fan. I think I've talked about that. <laughs> um, I think he's totally overhyped as just a generic quarterback. Uh, but, yeah, give me the Eagles. I mean, didn't the Vikings lose to the Bucks anyway? And uh, that's saying something. Yeah. I mean, look, nobody knows how to put numbers up and lose more than Kirk Cousins. I mean, when you look at even last week, I mean, they got beat at home by the Buccaneers. Baker Mayfield and the Buccaneers mm -hmm. came in there and beat them. Uh, Kirk Cousins just doesn't, to me, really play winning football. He's the equivalent to me of a guy like, who, you know, a basketball player that puts up like 22, 23 points a game every night. Mm -hmm. When you look at the stat sheet, it seems like he's a really good player. But when you watch him play, you kind of go, oh, that's yep. why he doesn't really win, you know. So I, I he's, there's he's, not that edge. Yeah, there's not, not that feistiness. And I know, right. you know, he has the you like you like that the you like that moment and the chains, but a lot of that is usually sparked after yeah. a lot of wins. Right. Not sparked when the team is down and you need someone to turn the trajectory of the team. Yeah, and I think that's a lot of what he is. I mean, he's a. He, He's a quarterback that puts up numbers, but he's not really a franchise changer. He He's a capable guy, and I think that's why he keeps his job is because he's not a bad quarterback. He's going to mm -hmm. put up numbers. Uh, guys around him are going to put up stats. So it's really hard to just turn the page and just move on, especially without another viable option. Well, but he's not good enough to really get you over the top and really win playoff correct. games. Correct. I, I I'm totally with you. I don't think he's one of those top-tier quarterbacks that's going to put you in the next enchilon of where you need to be in the NFL. Right. But I don't think he's in that lower enchilon of, like we need to be looking at other options so it's a right. double-edged sword of do you try and strive for better and fail and or just hope for the best exactly. or do you keep him and try and put better pieces around him and see if it can elevate him yeah it's not going to elevate him i think no. we've seen enough I, of I a, think so too. <laughs> i think, I think so too. we've seen enough of a sample size to, to know that 
Kirk Cousins is what he's going to be. Mm-hmm. So, uh, spoken of uh, speaking about people who are what they're going to be, uh, I got Prime, Coach Prime, out in uh, Colorado. So they'll play Colorado State here uh, coming up this weekend, rivalry game. So it just seems like every week there seems to be some sort of a reason. They're two and zero right now. Obviously, they beat TCU in the first game, beat Nebraska last week. So Jay Norvell, the head coach of Colorado State. Thinks it's good to maybe talk a little bit of, I don't know if you want to call it trash talk before a game. Is this the, I take my hat and glasses yeah, off when I talk to exactly. my elders? That's what, so here's my thing. That's and what my mother talked about. This. We haven't talked about Deion Sanders. Yeah. I'm a big fan. Me too. Big, big fan. Love to go. I am buying into the hype at Colorado. Me too. Because whenever Deion Sanders talks, I'm sold. And if I'm sold, you know his players are sold. Absolutely. And they're winning. Mm-hmm. And they're doing it well. So, I don't know. I think Norvell... I get what he's trying to say, but also, like, what's the point of this? Exactly. Besides just adding more gasoline to the fire. Right, and and they showed you. Look, I mean, you know, there were things last game that they thought that uh, that the coach for Nebraska said uh, coming into the game, and mm-hmm. that they used that as momentum to go ahead and, uh, and, and blow them out last week, like really sort of yep. take it to them last week. So I don't know how many of these coaches need to see. Uh, when you add fire to the fuel, look, make no mistake about it. Deion Sanders is legit, right? I mean, mm-hmm. the guy's won, and no matter what he's done, he's won as a player, he's won as a coach, and just look at him and just in one season uh, in Colorado, just how he's changed the face of that program. Yep. So, and, and I think that's what I think that's what's rubbing a lot of coaches the wrong way. I, I think it's, there's a lot of jealousy involved. You see a guy who's just been coaching for two games at well, the, it triggers uh, at the major level. Exactly. When you see someone get to the level you've always worked hard to get at, and he's almost doing it better. Instead of asking, well, what is he doing that I can implement on my own? Exactly. Uh, you sit there and make it an ego thing. And there's a lot of egos in football, so that especially at the coaching level. So you kind of get how that goes. Uh, I think it's just insecurity. And I think people who respect him, respect him and, and see that. Exactly. I mean, it just, like I say, it just sort of just... It's, I think it's kind of amusing just to hate, you mm-hmm. know. It's, it's like, wow, he's really triggered but that's ball, a lot of people. right? There's yeah. always hate in ball. Of course, of course. So as we get out of here, what's on your mind, Bailey? Uh, Messi is in town on Saturday. Uh, it remains to be seen if he's going to play. Um, but, you know, he was with Argentina to do some friendlies. Uh, he didn't play, so it does prime him. But will he play on turf? We don't know. But it's going to be a massive crowd. Yeah, I mean, I was out uh, with Atlanta United today, and uh, and they, they they really, you know, everything is a different sort of energy. I mean, they didn't run away from it. I mean, Coach and uh, Brad Guzan, the goalie, they talked about, yeah, I mean, this is not just a normal game. This is there's obviously a lot of attention on this game, and so everybody's ready. I mean, they they understand that this isn't just a normal game, especially if Messi plays. I mean, the the eyes that are going to be on this game, uh, it's an international storyline whenever Messi plays for sure. You know, so, hey, look, I'm not even a hardcore soccer guy, but I'm sort of just looking forward to sort of just seeing what this does, you know, just kind of seeing what it's all about with Mm -hmm. Messi and just, you know, uh, he's really taking things to the next level there. So that's really cool. Should be fun. Uh, I don't have a lot on my mind, except for I'm just excited for another week of football. Love football. This is my time getting into it. Exactly. This is where, uh, you know, if you cover sports, this is where it gets to be a lot of fun. So, hey. It's been fun, Bailey. This was yes. awesome to have a chance to do this again. We got to do this more often. Yeah, duh. <laughs> exactly. So that's it for Thursday uh, Sports Tonight. We'll be right back at you tomorrow uh, with some more hot topics. Later. Okay, sorry, that had to be loud.